Time now for sports on 104.7 The Cave. Here's Ned Reynolds. Mike, the intern Ned Reynolds back in the studio. It's Tuesday. Yes, I was gone yesterday. And no, it wasn't because the Chiefs lost. I was in Chicago. (laughs) But I was upset. Um, I actually was staying in the Lakeview area. You familiar with that area of Chicago? I'm telling you right now, fellas and ladies, if you go to Chicago, don't mess with downtown. Don't mess with Southside or West or wherever you want. Stay in Lakeview. It's the best place in Chicago. Everything's there. You don't have to leave it. Regardless of what team you follow, yes, Wrigley's there, but it's still a really cool place to be. Um, being down there with a bunch of kids on Halloween weekend was insane, um, but point of the story is made friends with the owners of a bar called Matilda that's in that neighborhood. Sunday, walked in there. They put the entire game on. There was nobody else in there. It was dead. Watched the first half. I was like, all right, to the airport. <laughs> and so we left, got there just in time to see the uh, last part of the fourth quarter, and yeah, just... Uh, just not a good I, I just don't know how you go from the week before having one of the most complete team wins that you possibly can have at all levels of football, then go across to Denver and literally do the complete opposite. Well I'll tell you how that can happen. And I think Andy Reid did the right thing by taking full blame for the loss because it was in fact on him. Concentrate. You have to concentrate every single time out. And in a seventeen game season and beyond that's a little difficult to do. The Chiefs simply, and you could see it when they came on the field, they weren't ready to play. Holmes looked like he wasn't. His mind wasn't there. But, I mean, if the dude's dealing with the flu, <laughs> I don't know about you. When I have the flu, I can barely walk to the bathroom, let alone run away from a 350-pound 6'2 guy chasing me to kill me. He was, he was ill, and, and there's no question about it. He was feeling the effects of that flu. He, you know, He's a leader, and he needs to be out there, and he knows he needs to be out there, but... Probably not in a compromised state, but over and above that, their team didn't play very well. And I'm th- this is probably going to be negated by all of the naysayers, but I really feel like the cold weather had a lot to do with it. The Chiefs had not experienced any cold weather this year. They practiced in the fall in very warm conditions. Most of their games, if not all, early in the season are in ideal conditions. And then they're hit with something that's around 20 or 21 degrees. Fortunately for the Chiefs, there was no snow, but it didn't make any difference. You saw guys dropping punts. You saw receivers dropping the ball on the hits. You saw fumbles. And that happens when you're just simply not accustomed to what the cold situation brings. Denver is. Denver has practiced in that. I think that made a big difference. But over and above all of that, Andy Reid said it best. In this league, with the players you have, you can't make one inch a mistake of one inch because the other team's going to take a mile. That's how good those players are, and we've talked about that before. These are pros. You've got to play well every time out. Furthermore, I think the Chiefs may have been looking ahead to Germany. Oh, hell yeah, they are, because this year is the the Germany game is going to be our Bengals-Bills game that we've had in years previous, mm-hmm. I think. Um, and it's going to be an interesting test uh, when the Chiefs play Sunday morning in Germany. Let's talk about that. Well, both teams are 6-2, and two, and they aren't playing in this country. Now, wait a minute. What is this? Come on. Well, the fact of the matter is that all NFL teams have to play at least one game on foreign soil, not per year, but in their existence. Now, the Chiefs chose Germany for a number of reasons, most of which are on the economic nature. I think the Hunt family has a lot of uh, business dealings in Germany. So Kansas City chose that venue for this game in Europe. 
And now the opponents, all their opponents, and they look at them, how many of them have been overseas and so forth and so on. Anyway, all of them except the Miami Dolphins were eliminated because of contractual and TV arrangements and things like that. That was the only team not affected by the Harvard Brain Trust that puts together the NFL schedule. Anyway, the fact is it'll be the Chiefs and the Dolphins, and it will be a terrific football game. Kansas City right now is a very slight two-and-a-half-point favorite in that game. Miami's coming off a big win. 31-17 to was their win over the New England Patriots, who aren't very good. Mm-hmm. And the Chiefs lost to a team that isn't very good. The Denver Broncos last on the defensive charts in all the NFL. And the Chiefs lose the game 24-9 without even scoring a TD. It, it just does not make any sense other than the fact that Kansas City was not ready. And they were looking forward to Germany, which is a huge mistake we were all afraid of. Just like what happened in Week 1 against the Detroit Lions. You speak of teams that are 6-2, and two, guess what? Lions are 6-2 and two after that win last night. I would have not picked that for this regular season at all. Detroit's pretty good. Of course, they're playing at Los, a- Las Vegas. Uh-oh, almost called them Los Angeles. Hey, Las but Vegas you got it right. That's all that matters. <laughs> 26-14 was the final. The Raiders have just totally plummeted. And I think their players are very disappointed with the whole scheme of things in Las Vegas. It's just the team isn't being run very well. The, there's no direction there. They're, they're going to have to make some big changes, and in a hurry, because this has been going on now for more than a decade. The Raiders have simply not been an effective football team, and they certainly weren't last night. Lions get the win. Lions pretty good. Raiders not pretty good. Game three of the World Series last night, this time in Arizona. It's just back and forth, my guy. Texas Rangers win it by a score of 3-1, to one, but it may have been what's called a Pyrrhic victory. Texas wins the game, but they may have lost Max Scherzer, who had to leave the game in the third inning because of back spasms. Not his shoulder this time, but the two were probably interrelated in some capacity. But Scherzer was out, and his back just locked up on him. He couldn't move at all, couldn't even bend over to pick up his shoes. So he's out of there. They have to bring in John Gray, who's an old pro, been around for years. 30, I think 31, 32 years old, came over from the Colorado Rockies for Boku Bucks, as you might expect. He came, he's the starter, came out of the bullpen and pitched very well. All right, Texas survives that storm. In the eighth inning, the guy who's really carried the Texas Rangers in the playoffs along with Corey Seager, it's Adalas Garcia, former Springfield Cardinal. He hits a fly ball out to center field, and as he's running down to first base, he grabs his chest. Oh, that's an oblique injury, and sometimes those things are very long in getting over. And swinging the bat will do it, especially if you swing too hard and rip that oblique muscle in there. So if he's out, that takes uh, the Rangers' offense uh, to a minus level. Now, they're still pretty good, don't get me wrong, but Rangers win last night 3-1. They are two wins away from the World Series and the World Championship. And keep this in mind, Mike, that the Texas Rangers have not lost a road game in the entire playoffs. And they're playing on the road right now with two more games. So maybe that streak continues. Maybe not. They'll play again tonight. But now the Texas Rangers have the two games to one lead. Hopefully the Diamondbacks can gain some ground in Arizona tonight. All right. I know you had some good news as far as the Ozark Conference is concerned. This is the center. They have a new name for it, the Central Ozark Conference now. These teams have all realigned, and there's new leagues and so forth and so on. Well, the 
Central Ozark Conference was completed. Now, it already includes Kickapoo and Glendale and Willard and Nixon and Republic. These are all outstanding. Webb City, Joplin, they're all in this Central Ozark Conference. Well, they completed the league yesterday with the additions of Waynesville, Lebanon, Central, and Parkview. Now, Central and Parkview folks have had real trouble competing in football. So, the COC said, all right, we're going to take those two schools except for football, and they will play independent. Well, that puts the pressure of making your own schedule on both Parkview and Central, so they'll have to come up with their own football schedules. But in basketball and every other sport, they will be members of the COC with, oh, the aforementioned teams, plus Carthage and Willard and Ozark and Neosho. It's, it's a pretty good league. And we'll see just exactly what happens. But all these schools have formed this amalgam now. There is no Ozark Conference anymore. It's now the Central Ozark Conference with the addition of new teams, along with the Mountain, uh, I'm sorry, the Ozarks Mountain Conference. That includes Hillcrest, and it includes Bolivar and Branson and a number of other teams, plus the Midwest Lakes Conference. It's all changing. Keep in mind, it does not change their class. When you get to the playoffs, it's, it's where you are in class, and that's the enrollment in your school. But this is conference play for the regular season, and it should be very interesting. All right, normally when a team is playing away, for example, when the Chiefs are playing the Broncos in Denver this past weekend, they fly out the day before, usually earlier in the day, kind of get settled, get ready. But there's not a lot of time for practice or drills or anything. They do that the morning of the game. What's the deal with Germany? Miami Dolphins are there today. Wow, already? They are when going did the to Chiefs go, go? Chiefs are going to go Thursday, late Thursday, and arrive on Friday. Now, I think it's an eight-hour difference, seven or eight hours. I'm not sure which. So the time differential is really not all that great, but it could be a disruption if you're not accustomed to it. Anyway, the Chiefs will be later. Dolphins are going to be there and enjoy the hot browse and all the good things that are in Frankfurt, Germany, and there will be a lot of them. But... It'll be, nonetheless, they'll be ready for the football game. Tyreek Hill will be ready to rock and roll against his old team. We'll see what happens. And we'll be down at Coyote Sports Cafe for a big old Bloody Mary bar, giving away all kinds of stuff from Fast Break Sports and be a last chance to qualify to win our flyaway to Las Vegas with Circa. This is an 8.30 game. What time are you opening up? Uh, We'll be there probably around 7.30, 8 o'clock, right after I get done talking to you. Ned Talk. Yeah, this, what happens to Ned Talk? You this and me, buddy. In the that's morning. it. Come only on. guys, only guys willing and, and able to get up that early, <laughs> and uh, we'll see what happens then. Ned, you have a great day. I'll see you tomorrow.